Hey there, chocolate lovers. If you'd like to watch the video version of this podcast, you can find it on our Craft Chocolate TV YouTube channel. Aloha. My name is Dylan. I'm with Manoa Chocolate. And today on Craft Chocolate TV, we are going to do something that makes me very excited. It's a project we started quite some time ago. And usually I am drinking some type of wine on this show. Red wine, white wine. In this case, we have a project we've been working on for a while. This is cacao wine. And for those of you who've never heard of cacao wine or don't know what it is, it is from the actual fruit of this pod. And so we're going to open this up. We're going to delve into what that means. Let's see and understand what we just created here. Farmers have been doing this for so long, but it's never become an actual commercial product. We're playing around with this concept by taking something that normally goes to waste and turning it into a product that we enjoy. And it adds secondary or supplemental income for many, many farmers out there doing good ferments. So let's open this guy up and analyze it a little bit. So what we have is the husk, the, the outer pod. Inside we have all the seeds surrounded by the pulp. Now the pulp is the fruit. So when I pull this little guy off here, that white fleshy pulp, it's so sweet. It's very, um, it's tropical fruit flavored in the sense that it's like lychee, it's like mangosteen and soursop. And inside, you have the seed that we would make chocolate out of. There's a lot of floralness in the pulp, but it's very sweet, kind of like a grape sugar level. So the brick levels on ripe cacao fruit is somewhere in the same range as grapes. And when I say bricks levels, B-R-I-X, it's a unit of measure for sugar. And it's somewhere around 18, maybe 19. Inside... we have the seed that we make chocolate out of. Now, the normal process would be to extract all of this. It's very slimy. It's kind of gross feeling. You put it in a wooden box and there's wild yeast that begin eating the sugar in this pulp and converting it into ethanol. So when you're getting all this ethanol, this alcohol, you're then... In cacao, normally, you'd have bacteria step in and convert this alcohol into acetic acid. Acetic acid is a vinegar. That's how you know the process is going well. We're not going to go too much into this, but it's about a week-long process. We are now taking just the juice from fresh cacao pulp, fresh cacao fruit. It gets pasteurized, it gets strained, pasteurized, and frozen. And then we receive it and we sent it to a winemaking friend of mine in Paso Robles. His name is Aaron. I've been friends with him for, for many years now. Aaron's an exceptional winemaker in Paso Robles where there's a lot of um, wine industry. And he's been making wine since he's 18. He's somewhere around 36, 37 years old now. He's obsessed with making wine. And so this was a challenging, unique project for him but he got to use a lot of his winemaking experience 
and skills to convert something that's not normally turned into a commercial product into what came out to be a very interesting cacao wine. So now, as far as a first go, we are extremely happy with it. We've got a label that we think reflects it well. It's a watercolor look. And then on the back, we have an explanation of what's going on here from the tree all the way to a bottle of wine. So as I was saying before, farmers have been turning cacao pulp into wine for probably thousands of years. In fact, that's maybe how people originally started to ferment cacao in the first place was to get the alcohol from the fruit because it's so sweet. And once they started to ferment the cacao to get the wine, they also found that the seeds taste better. My own theory, who actually knows, it was a long time ago. But now let's go ahead and try some. Because to me, it reflects the cacao pulp really well. So let's go ahead and take a look at the color here. It looks like a white wine. And I think a lot of people would be confused to find out that it's not wine. It is a bit on the sweet side, kind of like a Riesling. Uh, it's been described as a cabinet Riesling, if you know what that is. It's very acidic. And so the sweetness that's in it also balances that out. I like it really cold. And the tasting notes are kind of tropical in a lot of ways. There's a lot of guava type, like a ripe guava, if you've ever had that. There's also lots of apple uh, and floralness in it. A couple more pieces of information on this. The alcohol content is 10%, which is also similar to a white wine, a bit on the lower side. Um, we just received them today in the factory. So we are selling them per bottle for $25 if you come into our factory. If you buy it by the case, it's $20 a bottle. We also have some on the mainland. Selling alcohol is tricky but uh, we're trying to figure it out. So we're, we're gonna, if you wanna order through us, contact us on the website and we'll try and figure out how to get you a case of wine. We can't do individual bottle sales yet, haven't figured it out, but here's to a new product. We really hope this helps the entire cacao and craft chocolate industry because it's a whole nother revenue stream that opens up for farmers who are doing a good job fermenting. So cheers. Happy winemaking, happy chocolate making. We'll see you next time. Aloha. Hi guys. If you enjoyed the podcast, we'd appreciate if you subscribe and give a review. This helps other chocolate lovers like yourself discover the podcast. Thanks for listening and have a great day.